0: Welcome to Victor Christian Center's audio podcast. We hope this message encourages you, and we look forward to connecting with you on social media or FCCFMD.com. Good morning, everyone. And uh, happy Sunday. Welcome to our second snowy Sunday. I'm going to give it just a minute and let a few of you <clears throat> jump on this morning. And I uh, want to encourage you if you are watching today to go on and like, share. Uh, Comment below and let us know that you're watching and where you're watching from. We would certainly love to hear from you. And so I am actually going to go on and I'm going to share our video this morning. So I want to give you the opportunity to do the same. And uh, we just love to have you joining us. And... uh, We'd love to be able to pray with you and encourage you this morning. I'm so thankful that we are able to continue connecting even though our building is closed due to snow. I don't know about you, but I am not a fan of winter weather. I do not like snow. I don't like ice. I don't like playing in it. I don't like driving in it. Um, But it is absolutely beautiful outside this morning. There's just something so peaceful about the quietness of the snow falling. And so if you haven't had a chance, take a look out your window this morning. It's absolutely gorgeous outside. Well, once again, welcome uh, to our service this morning. We're glad that you're able to join us and uh, like, share, comment below. Let us know that you're watching this morning. Uh, just a few things that I want to remind you of. At 11 o'clock this morning, our Power Kids will be meeting on Zoom. Uh, we were prepared to kick off our kids' ministry again and start it back up this morning. We were unable to do that, unfortunately, due to the snow, but they're still going to be meeting. So if you have kids and you would like, like them to be a part of our zoom meeting this morning comment below send us a direct message we'll be sure to get you the link and the meeting id and password for that so they can join in and have some fun together on this snowy sunday also if you're watching this morning excuse me, and you've made a decision to follow Jesus or you just have questions about what that looks like, you can go to our website at vccfmd.com. There's a little tab on there that says I said yes and you can fill out that form and let us know if you've made a decision or if you have questions about making that decision. We'd love to connect with you. We'd love to walk you through that process. If you're watching and you'd like to give online today, you can do that as well by going to vccfmd.generush.org. That'll take you directly to our virtual terminal. And anything that you give online goes directly to the Ministries of Victory Christian Center. And we thank you for that. Um, I'm again, I'm so thankful that you're able to join us this morning. Ladies, if you're watching us today, uh, be sure to join us on Saturdays on Zoom at 1030. We're walking through our Bible study on the life of Gideon and we're just have a great time together, praying for each other, encouraging each other, sharing the word. And we'd love to have you join us for that as well. Well, this morning, uh, if you have your Bibles, we're going to be looking at 1 Samuel chapter 3. So if you have your Bibles, I'll let you go ahead and turn there. 1 Samuel chapter 3. It's in the Old Testament. And you know, this week it was so funny because my son was just extremely frustrated because he desperately wanted to hear God audibly speak to him. And he just had so much frustration over this. And so we pray together that God would help him be still, which is difficult, you know, for a young boy. It's difficult for us as adults sometimes to be still. But we pray that God would help him be still and that he would listen for his voice. And that when God speaks to him, that he would know without a doubt that God was speaking to him. And so we prayed this together just about every night. And he was still frustrated. And I said, honey, you just have to ask him to speak to you. And he will. And he said, but mama, I'm just begging him. I'm just begging him to speak to me. And sometimes you and I do that in our own lives, don't we? Lord, I just need you to speak. I just need to hear something from you. He said, mama, I'm just begging. And I said, honey, he speaks to us through his word. He speaks to us through dreams. Sometimes he speaks to us through other people. And sometimes he speaks to us with just the smallest, tiniest, faintest little whisper and we just have to be still and listen for him to speak to us. And so I tucked him in bed. I prayed with him again, turned out his light. And about 15 minutes later, I looked down the hallway and I see his bedroom light come on. And so I went in and I said, honey, it is late. You have school in the morning. You have got to go to bed. And I looked down and he's sitting on his bed with his Bible open on his lap. And he put up his hand just like this. And he said, mama, I'm in the word. I'm in the Word. Well, I want to get into the Word with you this morning. So if you have your Bibles, you can turn with me to 1 Samuel chapter 3, and that's where we're going to be spending our time together this morning. I'm going to be reading from the New American Standard Version today, 1 Samuel chapter 3, and we're going to start with verse 1. It says, Now the boy Samuel was ministering to the Lord before Eli, and word from the Lord was rare in those days. Visions were infrequent. It happened at that time as Eli was lying down in his place. Now his eyesight had begun to grow dim and he could not see well. And the lamp of God had not yet gone out. And Samuel was lying down in the temple of the Lord where the ark of God was. That the Lord called Samuel. And he said, here I am. Then he ran to Eli and said, here I am for you called me. But he said, I did not call. Lie down again. So he went and lay down and the Lord called yet again, Samuel. So Samuel arose and went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. But he answered, I did not call my son. Lie down again. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, nor had the word of the Lord yet been revealed to him. So the Lord called Samuel again for the third time. And he arose and went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. Then Eli discerned that the Lord was calling the boy. And Eli said to Samuel, Go lie down, and it shall be if he calls you that you shall say, Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. Would you pray with me this morning? Father, we thank you so much today that we can connect our hearts, that we can still join together. We know that where two or three are gathered, you are there in the midst. And so, Father, we thank you for that this morning. We thank you that we're still able to connect. We thank you, Lord, for your word today. And I pray, Father, that you would give us the heart of Samuel, that when you speak, we would listen, that we would hear your voice. Would you prepare our hearts and our minds and our ears this morning to hear your word, to receive it, that it would take root in our hearts and transform us, revive us, renew us, and refresh us. And we ask this in the precious name of Jesus and God's people, wherever you are this morning, said amen and amen. I love this story about Samuel. And, uh, if you are familiar with the story of Samuel, we're going to review a little bit, uh, this morning, Samuel's, of Samuel's birth and how he came to be at the temple at such a young age. Samuel's mother, Hannah, was barren. She was unable to bear children <clears throat> for her husband, Elkanah, and his other wife, Panino, was able to bear children. So this put just a little bit more pressure on Hannah to have a son for her husband. And she was so grieved at this and she went to uh, pour out her heart to the Lord and beg him for a child. And she told the Lord that uh, if he answered her, if if he blessed her and allowed her to conceive, that she would give back her son to the Lord. She would dedicate him back to the service of the Lord. And so scripture tells us that in the appointed time, I love that, in the appointed time, in God's time, the Lord blessed her and she gave birth to Samuel. She dedicated him to the Lord and he lived there in the temple with Eli the priest. Now, if we go back a chapter and we look in 1 Samuel chapter 2 in verse 21, at the end of that verse, it says, and the boy Samuel grew up before the Lord. And then we jump down to verse 26 and it says, the boy Samuel was continuing to grow and to be in favor both with the Lord and with people. I want to talk to you this morning about when God speaks. When God speaks, when God speaks, we must first recognize his voice. You know, sometimes we have selective hearing, don't we? And we don't always hear everything that we should. Many times we aren't listening because we're drowning out one noise with another. Priscilla Shirer puts it this way. She says, having your spiritual radar up in constant anticipation of his presence, even in the midst of the joyful chaos and regular rhythms of your everyday living, is paramount in hearing God. Because sometimes the place and manner you find him is the least spectacular you'd expect. So what's interesting in 1 Samuel chapter 3 is that it starts out by saying, now the boy Samuel was attending to the service of the Lord before Eli. And we don't know exactly how old Samuel was at this point. Historian Josephus says he was about 12 years old. We're not not certain. But we do know that Eli was getting old. His eyesight was failing him and and he was aging. But then verse 1 goes on to tell us, it gives us sort of a precursor about what is about to take place here in the story of Samuel's life. It says, and word from the Lord was rare in those days. Visions were infrequent. And when I read that, it reminds me of one of the famous opening lines of a literary classic or a Shakespearean play, such as, it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Or uh, call me Ishmael. Or in a hole in the ground, there lived a hobbit. Or my favorite from Shakespeare, Two Households, Both Alike in Dignity, in Fair Verona. Only this opening is rather sad when you think about it. It says, the word of the Lord was rare in those days. Visions were infrequent. It literally meant that no vision was spreading across the land. The hearts of the people had hardened toward the Lord. Now God had spoken judgment Over the actions of his people but his word was rare if we look in the Hebrew at the original text here it means the word was precious it was valuable if you read that verse in the King James version it says there was no open vision what a sad time what a sad opening to this story We know that Samuel's lying down and he hears a voice that's calling his name. And so naturally, he answers and he says, here I am. And then he goes to Eli and he says, you called for me, I'm here. Now, if you're watching this morning and you have children or grandchildren, particularly ones that are younger, you know what it's like. To be woken up in the dead of night, in in the middle of just a dead heavy sleep, or at the crack of dawn, the sun's not even up yet, and your kids come running in, mama, 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 you know, and they just are full of energy, and they're talking to you, and they're asking questions, and they're just holding this whole conversation with you. You don't even have your eyes open yet, and you're still trying to find the words to tell them, go back to bed, go back to sleep. It's not time to get up yet. And so here we have Eli, who's now an, an older gentleman, and he's, he's settling in for the night. He's settling into bed. And here comes Samuel. And, and as I envision this, I can just picture Eli lying there, ready for sleep, and Samuel running in with enthusiasm and energy, as all little boys do, saying, Hey, I'm here. I'm here. What do you need? I heard you call me. And as any caregiver would in the middle of the night, Eli says, Go back to bed. Go back to sleep. I didn't call you. So Samuel goes back and he lies down and he hears the voice again. And so up he goes, Eli, you called me, I'm here. And this time, Eli says, I didn't call you, my son. Go back to bed. He's saying, listen, I already done told you. I didn't call you. It's nighttime. Go to sleep. It's past your bedtime. How many of your parents are with me this morning? You understand. It's got to go to bed. Go back to sleep. But verse 7 gives us some food for thought. It says, now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, nor had the word of the Lord yet been revealed to him. And if you're like me, when you read this verse, you say, well, didn't the Bible just say that Samuel was growing up before the Lord and he found favor before him? And didn't it just say that he was in service to the Lord? Yet verse 7 says he didn't yet know the Lord and the Lord hadn't spoken to him yet. He hadn't revealed his word. How many of you know that you can, quote unquote, serve the Lord. You can put on your Sunday best. You can sit in a pew every Sunday morning. You can raise your hands. You can sing the songs. You can amen the preacher and praise Jesus all day long and still not recognize the voice of God. And so Samuel heard the Lord's voice twice at this point, but he doesn't recognize it because he doesn't yet know the Lord. Jesus said in John 10, 27, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. The sheep know the voice of the shepherd and they follow where he leads. Can you recognize the voice of your shepherd this morning? So Samuel goes back to bed again and he hears the voice of the Lord call him once more and he gets up and he goes to Eli. Only this time Eli has some discernment and he recognizes that it's the Lord that's calling to Samuel and he tells him to go back to bed. And if he hears the voice again this time, say, speak, my Lord, your servant is listening. Speak, Lord, your servant is listening. You might be familiar with the old saying that those who dance are thought mad by those who hear not the music. Those who dance are thought mad by those who hear not the music. Eli didn't hear the Lord calling to Samuel. He wasn't hearing the Lord's voice in the middle of the night. Didn't wake him up. Samuel heard the voice of the Lord. And it wasn't until the third time that Samuel comes to Eli that Eli goes, Oh, it's the Lord. He's, he's speaking to you. When God speaks, we must first recognize his voice. And secondly, we must listen to his word take a look at first samuel chapter 3 in verse 10 it says then the lord came and stood and called as at other times samuel samuel and samuel said speak for your servant is listening the lord said to samuel behold i am about to do a thing in israel in which both ears of everyone who hears it will tingle the lord said to samuel "I'm, i'm getting ready to do something And nobody's going to miss it. I'm getting ready to do something in Israel. In his book, Hearing God's Voice, Henry Blackaby says this. He said, when God speaks, he does not give new revelation about himself that contradicts what he's already revealed in scripture. Rather, God speaks to give application of his word to the specific circumstances in your life. And this is exactly what God was doing as he was speaking to Samuel. Listen to verse 12. This is what the Lord says. In that day, I will carry out against Eli all that I have spoken concerning his house from beginning to end. For I have told him that I am about to judge his house forever for the iniquity which he knew because his sons brought a curse on themselves and he did not rebuke them. Therefore, I have sworn to the house of Eli that the iniquity of Eli's house shall not be atoned for by sacrifice or offering forever. Now, that's a pretty hefty word for a kid to receive, isn't it? There was a corruption of the priesthood. And so the Lord was proclaiming judgment upon the house of Eli as a direct result of his son's behavior. And so Samuel listens. Scripture doesn't say that Samuel questioned God. He listened. He said, speak, Lord, I'm I'm listening. Your servant is listening. He didn't question. He listened. You know, sometimes you and I don't listen to the voice of God because we don't like what he has to say to us. We don't like what it is that he's saying. It doesn't fit into our agenda. Sometimes it convicts our hearts a little bit. Sometimes we don't listen to God because we don't like what it is that he has to say. Verse 15 of 1 Samuel chapter 3 goes on to tell us that Samuel lay down until morning that he opened the doors of the house of the Lord, but he was afraid. Samuel was afraid to tell the vision to Eli. And I don't know about you, but many times when God speaks to my heart, it's in the middle of the night and and I'll wake up. And you know, sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night with heartburn because I had too much pizza before I went to bed. But when God wakes you up, you just know And, and many times he'll, he'll lay someone on my heart and I start praying and, you know, you don't always know what it is you're praying for or why God's brought that person to mind, but you just start praying. And so the Lord calls to Samuel and Samuel says, speak, Lord, I'm, I'm listening. And after the Lord speaks to him, he lays down until morning. And I think that Samuel had to have been processing all that had just happened in the course of one night, The word of the Lord was rare. There was no open vision. And now all of a sudden, the Lord has called and called and called to Samuel. And so he's not only learned to recognize the voice of God, he's learned to listen to his word. And so when God speaks, you and I must recognize his voice. We must listen to his word. And thirdly, we must adhere to his commands. Take a look. At verse 15 of 1 Samuel chapter 3, it says, So Samuel lay down until morning, then he opened the doors of the house of the Lord, but Samuel was afraid to tell the vision to Eli. Then Eli called Samuel and said, Samuel, my son. And again, Samuel says, Here I am. He said, What is the word that he spoke to you? Please do not hide it from me. May God do so to you and more also if you hide anything from me of all the words that he spoke to you. So Samuel told him everything and hid nothing from him. And I love Eli's response. He said, it is the Lord. Let him do what seems good to him. Samuel was afraid to share the vision. You know, when sometimes when God speaks to us, we think, oh my, you know, somebody would think I'm just crazy or I've I've lost it if I share this with them right now. And you end up thinking yourself foolish. And sometimes you're praying for someone and the Lord gives you a word of encouragement. It gives you a word of wisdom, gives you a word of warning for them. Sometimes he gives you a song and you just start praying it, speaking it over their life. And it might mean nothing to you, but in the midst of whatever that person's going through, it might just mean everything. And so Samuel is now faced with a challenge as a young boy. Remember the word of the Lord Was rare, it was precious, it was treasured. And Eli knows that the Lord has spoken to Samuel and is dying to know what he said. And I think that Samuel must have been elated that God chose him, but he was also scared to relay the message because it was about Eli. A.W. Tozer once said The world is waiting to hear an authentic voice a voice from God, not an echo of what others are doing and saying, but an authentic voice. And so Samuel relays the vision to Eli and Eli responds by saying, he is the Lord. Let him do what seems good to him. You see, Eli, just like you and I, he needed to hear the authentic word of God spoken through the prophets. He listened To the word, he received it and he acknowledged the power and the authority of God. When God speaks to us, we must be faithful to do what it is that he's asked of us. And I love this transition that we see between verse 15 and verse 20, from verse 15 to verse 18, and then from verse 18 to verse 21. Because verse 15 tells us that Samuel was afraid to tell the vision. But verse 18 tells us that he told him everything and he hid nothing from him. But let's take a look at verse 19. First Samuel chapter 3, verse 19. Thus Samuel grew and the Lord was with him and let none of his words fail. All Israel from Dan even to Beersheba knew that Samuel was confirmed as a prophet of the Lord. And the Lord appeared again at Shiloh because the Lord revealed himself to Samuel at Shiloh by the word of the Lord. I love this transition that we see. Samuel was afraid, but he relayed the vision. And then it says that Samuel grew. And I'd like to think the reason that Samuel grew was because Samuel was obedient. You know, Scripture tells us that to obey is better than sacrifice. And actually, it was Samuel who spoke those very words to Saul. Who better to understand the importance of recognizing, listening, and obeying the voice of the Lord than Samuel? Samuel goes from being afraid to relay the vision to being acknowledged by all of Israel as a prophet of the Lord. In 1873, D.L. Moody was in Dublin and he heard a a British evangelist named Henry Varley utter these words that changed his life. The evangelist said the world is yet to see what God can do with and for and through and in a man who is fully and wholly consecrated to him. Samuel goes on to anoint the first two kings of Israel, and he's often referred to as Israel's last judge and first prophet. He's listed in Hebrews chapter 11 in the Hall of Faith chapter among the heroes of faith beside King David. Verse 21 of 1 Samuel chapter 3 tells us that the Lord revealed himself to Samuel at Shiloh by the word of the Lord. And I love this verse. Because the word Shiloh in the Hebrew that's used here in this verse literally means place of rest. And so the first time that the Lord calls to Samuel, the first time that Samuel hears the voice of the Lord speaking directly to him, he's in a place of rest. He's lying down. He's preparing to go to bed. But then the Lord reveals himself again and again to Samuel at Shiloh in the place of rest. What is it that God's trying to speak to you in your place of rest? Are you able to recognize his voice? Are you willing to listen to his word? And are you willing to obey his command? Perhaps you're struggling today to hear the voice of the Lord. Maybe you're like my son and you're just frustrated. You're just begging God for a fresh word, for just begging him to speak to you. I want to encourage you this morning to get in the word. Because when God does speak to you, he will never contradict his word. He will never go against what he has written in his book. And if a voice does start speaking to you and it tells you something contrary to the word of God, my friends, it's not the voice of God. You have to study to show yourself approved. Timothy tells us to be a workman that needs not to be ashamed, but who can rightly divide the word of truth. That's my prayer for you this morning, that you'd study the word to show yourself not ashamed, a workman who can rightly divide the word. When God speaks, may we have the heart and ears of Samuel to say, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. In John chapter 8, verse 37, Jesus said, The one who is of God hears the words of God. For this reason, you do not hear them because you are not of God. And perhaps the reason that you're not hearing God's voice today is because you haven't fully surrendered your life to him. And we want to give you the opportunity to do that this morning. Scripture tells us that all who call on his name will be saved. It tells us if we confess with our mouth, believe in our heart that he's Lord that God raised him from the dead, will be saved. Is that your prayer this morning? Lord, would you take control of my life, to admit that you've made mistakes, that you're not perfect, none of us are, but by the grace of God, we're here, because he's a loving God who accepts us and forgives us, and before the foundation of the world, he wanted you as his own, he chose you. Would you make that decision this morning to surrender your heart and your life to jesus we want to pray with you today and give you that opportunity to surrender your heart to the lord would you pray with us this morning father we thank you today we thank you that you still speak to us and father i pray that our hearts would be open and receptive to the words that you have for us that lord would be sensitive to the moving of your spirit that we would recognize when you're speaking, that we would listen and that we would adhere to the commands and obey them that you have given to us. And so, Lord, for those that are tuning in today, that are hearing this message, that say, you know, I just, I've never heard God speak to me. I've never heard him. I don't know what his voice sounds like. Lord, I pray that you would speak to them in such a powerful way this morning. Father, those that need a word of encouragement, need a word of wisdom. Your word tells us in the book of James that if any of us lacks wisdom, that we can ask because you give it to us generously. And so, Father, we pray for wisdom this morning. We pray for discernment. Father, for those who are tuning in, who've never surrendered, never made a decision to surrender their heart and their life to you. Lord, we just invite them to pray along with us this morning and say, Father, I thank you for for creating me. I thank you that you have a purpose and a plan for my life. I believe that you went to Calvary's cross in my place and three days later rose again. And this morning, I ask you to come into my life, forgive me of my sins and take control. I surrender to you. I give it all to you this morning. Would you forgive me? Would you lead me? Would you guide me? Would you make me new and whole again this morning? Father, we thank you for those who've prayed that prayer, who've made that decision today. We thank you that you've welcomed them into your family. We thank you that the angels are rejoicing over them this morning. But Father, I pray for encouragement for each person under the sound of my voice this morning. Lord, when the road seems dark, when the path seems unknown, when we're just down and just discouraged, Father, I pray for a word of hope and a word of encouragement to be spoken into the lives of those who are listening this morning. Father, we thank you for your faithfulness. We thank you that your word never changes, that though heaven and earth may pass away, your word will not. It endures forever. And we thank you for the promises that we receive from it. We stand on those promises this morning. Father, we thank you for all that you are and all that you've done and all that you continue to do for us. And we ask it in the most precious name of Jesus and God's people said, Amen. Amen. Friends, if you've made a decision this morning to follow Jesus, comment below and let us know. You can go to vccfmd.com and go to I Said Yes. Let us know that you said yes to Jesus this morning. And if you have questions about that decision, we'd love to answer them for you. Remember, Power Kids, tune in on Zoom at 11 o'clock as we get ready to spend some time with you together this morning. We look forward to seeing you and seeing your faces. Friends, I love you. I pray that God encourages your heart with this word this week. Study out 1 Samuel chapter 3 for yourself. Don't just take my word for it. Study it out. Get out your Bible. Get out your highlighters, your pens, your markers, and mark it up and, and write down how it is that God's speaking to you through that passage this week. Pray that you stay safe, stay warm, enjoy the snow. Have a blessed Sunday afternoon. And we cannot wait to connect with you in person, Lord willing, next Sunday at 1030. Be blessed. Have a wonderful day. And we'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to Victor Christian Center's audio podcast. We look forward to connecting with you on our social media or at FCCFMD.com.